taking a deep dive into the behind the scenes of Ghost Prom's newest Wally Opus release, El Camino from the Green Room, this is Release Companion. Tell me a little bit about how the song came about. Do you remember writing it, Cameron? And uh, was it recently or was it a while back? And then Eden, do you remember the song coming about at all? I I was, uh, it happened right before we left to go play shows. Uh, I don't. I don't know what Eden was doing. I feel like Eden was in the other room and I was in our office and I've just been messing around with drop D tuning. And I feel like, Mm. like I was just looking out the window and it was, the sun was going down, but it was kind of gloomy. And I kind of just went into like a trance and wasn't looking down at my fingers and just started playing. You're picking and, I just liked what I started to hear and I kind of just followed that. Mm -hmm. And then I played that over and over again. And then I kind of just shut my eyes and the song just started coming out and I didn't really think too much about it. That's awesome. I think, I mean, I heard, um, I think I had probably heard it after he wrote it because I I think I was probably either out or in the other room. Mm -hmm. And then like typically what happens is like if I'm, you know, doing dishes or on the rare occasion that I'm cooking dinner, he'll usually like (laughs) be on the couch practicing. And usually like that's when I'll get to kind of hear like songs over and over. And that's a really nice opportunity for me to like come up with parts and support and stuff but this he he started playing this one and I think you know in the back of my mind I was like it's really pretty you know picking yeah pattern and then I heard the chorus and was like oh my god what is that <laughs> like it just is I loved everything about it and it just immediately like jumped out at me and just got really excited to to encourage him to like keep exploring the song that's how often does that happen versus not reacting and then because i feel like this is actually a pretty common thing i don't know among spouses but just among like i don't know bands or or creative people where songwriters play something and then somebody in the room or somebody in the band or somebody or their wife or their husband, like somebody reacts in a way where it's like, oh, that's a good one. You got a good one there. But how often does that, I've never even asked you guys this, but like what's the, what's the ratio to, to keepers versus uh, don't even react and don't even pursue it. I, I think I have different barometers, different people. Yeah. Whereas if Eden tells me to keep, if Eden perks up and says, what is that? I'm like, oh shit, I know I'm onto something good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. <laughs> and, and then I think there's other people in my life 
where I'll play something, and if they're like, don't like it, I'm like, I'm fucking on to something. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I don't, I don't agree with their taste, you know? So yep. it's kind of each end of the spectrum and if somebody is kind of just in the middle about something then those are usually the throwaways that i that i don't continue to work on i have to say also that like it i think you you know people have those perk up perk up moments to like different stages of the song a lot Mm -hmm. of the time you know Mm -hmm. and like that doesn't necessarily that kind of initial thing of like, Oh my God, I'm hearing this raw kind of initial version of something. And I'm so excited about it. Like that could come, you know, I feel like it's also super like exciting and telling when, you know, you have a song that might feel a little boring and generic and not generic. That's not the right thing to say, but just kind of more, it doesn't have that initial like stick out kind of hooky thing. Yeah. Um, and then you continue listening to it and listening to it. Like this happens with Cam's music a lot where like he writes a lot. And so I am consistently <laughs> hearing these songs and it's so exciting to me when like I'll hear a song for the 50th time and like one line will hit me of his and yeah. I'm like, holy shit. Like <laughs> that's amazing. Like that, it, it's it's cool to like get to to have something kind of grow on you in that sort of way that has longevity too. Yeah. Um, but 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 the question of like how often does that happen? It of I, I would say there are elements in every song that that happens with, mm. and I can be kind of a nice way to like encourage Cam to explore or lean on certain sections but also like my judgment is certainly not the end all be all but i'm always Mm. happy to to let him know what really like has stuck out to me and like but i think there's pieces of every song that i that i right i mean different ways your your barometer is pretty good though thanks but i I feel you, that's usually not the case with songs. It's nice when that happens, but I feel like it's very rare. It usually takes me a lot of work and time and a lot of different changes to get a song where I want it to be. Mm. Do you- and definitely my, my best... Uh, steer of the ship to steer me in the right direction because I'm... I'm I can get super squirrely and just change a song. I have some voice memos on my phone where it's like, you know, 60th version. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't, sometimes I just can't put it down or like pick out specific things that need work. And I feel like Eden's like a surgeon with that kind of stuff and can just be like, this is what, this is what needs work and whatnot. Mm. And then it's been, me because i can i can really like focus on one area instead of because i can just go crazy sometimes it's pretty it's pretty cool uh to think about that that's an additional component to you guys to your to your um to like your project if you think about ghost prom is like yeah it's you two performing the songs um you know like your voices complement each other great and then but then also the fact that there's that extra layer of like 
I don't know, just, 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 um, that extra relationship of, of sculpting the songs together, even if Cameron's sort of like the initiator, it's that I've been talking to, I've probably had three conversations in the last week alone about the importance of producers in, in, in everything in music and in podcasts and like how, because doing it alone it's easy to lose perspective or lose reference for where you're at or what was even good about this in the first place. So having somebody else to somebody else you trust and somebody else who knows when you're good and knows when you could be better. I just feel like that's Mm -hmm. like an invaluable, um, an invaluable partner in, in creative work. So it's pretty, it's pretty nice dimension of your guys' relationship. Absolutely. And I think it's also like, I think it can be such a humbling experience on like both sides. You know, I think it's a really great practice with somebody that you trust to be able to like provide feedback and Cam does the same thing for me with my music. And and then also like, I am not always right by any means. (laughs) Yeah. Like that be a really really valuable lesson for me when like I'm insisting on you know Cam changing something or going a different direction and he's pretty steadfast about it and then down the line I'm like holy shit I was nowhere near right about that and Mm. like that I think is a great practice no matter what I think like easy for us to want to be right and like precious with everything that we do and like it's well uh opportunity to like practice that in partnership um to to just have that like kind of giving and receiving of feedback nice yeah it's pretty all you know and to uh i think i told you this cameron but I really, uh, I don't know, really know how you can listen to something like when I listened to your record once it was finished and once it was even mastered, I'd probably heard the record a dozen times all the way through. And then it wasn't until I was typing in the lyrics on, um, you know, to be, to be available so you can read them on like Spotify and all that. Like you type in the lyrics and going through the lyrics of each song, especially like backseat I think as a as a young dad listening to or like reading the words of backseat while listening along uh it just hit me in like a whole nother way same with uh my buddy one of the most powerful lines I think that ghost prom has ever produced on a record is um I'll reach for the stars and pull them down for you I just think like that line to me, I don't know why I always think of that line. It's just like a highlight of my ghost prom experience. But I think it, it's like grows on me, you know. That's so funny you say that because I feel like Eden's been singing that line around the house. <laughs> the <last laughs> week. Uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, okay, let me let me ask you this: how how did I wasn't I wasn't in the back so that so this for for people listening the little context this this release that we're putting out uh, the El, it's El Camino El Camino depending on where you're from El Camino 
from the green room. So it was recorded live spontaneously before you guys performed when you were here in Evansville. And I wasn't back there when, when it occurred. It wasn't until, it wasn't until uh, like a day or two later when, uh, when we edited together a recap video and it was edited together to this song. And then it just became something that like us at Wally Opus, me and the, me and the crew were just kept listening to. And then it was, I think Cameron, you started getting some feedback from people on Instagram asking like, what is this song and where can we find it? Which one is it on the record? Um, and it was just, it, but it was a spontaneous recording captured on the microphone of a video camera. So what do you, do you guys remember how that happened? Because when I listen back, I'm like, people are talking. And then once you start playing, everybody goes silent. And then people just listened until you were done singing the song. I just, I think like there's a, there's like a component to that. That's a little like metaphysical or something like where it just like a moment just occurred and Cameron, you played it damn near perfectly. Like, do you guys, what do you remember about that moment? Well, <laughs> Eden knows this for sure. You might know this, but I have a very hard time sitting still. Mm -hmm. And I think we were just, it was me. It was me, Eden and Sam. And at first, yeah. And then uh, Sam's guitar was sitting there and I asked him, I know he likes to play in drop D and I asked him if it was in drop D and I just picked up his guitar and started fucking around with it. And then I was like, oh, maybe I'll play this song. Eden's heard it. Sam's never heard it. I trust Sam's judgment. So I just started <laughs> it. And I feel like I was just going to play a part of it. And then I just kept playing the whole song. I feel like you were kind of like warming up a little bit too because yeah, it was before. Yeah. We yeah, yeah. It was right, sure. right before we went on so i think i yeah i was warming up i like Just to warm up my stuff. my fingers and stuff like that and my voice a little bit and i didn't even really notice like till the end the only what i started i fucked up a little bit towards the end of the song because i looked up and i saw christian there i saw him <laughs> I had a camera on you i was like oh shit and then i kind of got uh distracted and then but I didn't. I just played different notes than what I usually play on it, so it's not the end of the world. But yeah, I guess there was other people who happened to be back there as well. But I didn't. I didn't really notice them until the song was until I finished playing the song. Yeah, it was a. It was just a very like you know. Um, I mean, I always love getting to hear that. So I I have nothing to do with that song, like lyrically, lyrically. <laughs> Except I'll <laughs> brag forever about being like, keep going, do that song, <laughs> yeah. play that song, it's all good. Yeah. And um and I just like <laughs> I'm so tickled every time I get to hear that song just because I think it's like I I just it's so short and sweet yeah. and just like just so nice on my ears. And so yeah. I just think that like he was even sitting and playing that song and I just got to like listen and I and I get excited for like other people to hear stuff too so it's yeah. kind of exciting that I knew that we were gonna get a couple of new ears 
to hear it because uh, I like to see people like Cam's songs, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, and... I, oh, sorry, go no, ahead, Cameron. I think also when I, when I write a song that I am happy about, I feel... I feel like it's almost a compulsion to just play it as much as I can mm. whenever I. Oh, yeah, you fully you get into like a little in some 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 songs not sometimes songs you finish and you're just like I want to put that as far away as possible for a while. Most mm. songs, but like, but there's all like you sometimes with some songs you have this like little infatuation and you're just like it's like you just you can't wait to see them again. <laughs> yeah. You know? and, yes. You know, I just want, I want to like feel this in like my hands and mm-hmm. you know, my, my mouth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's exactly it. That is. I yeah. Think, yeah. I think I do that with the one, the only other song from the record. I feel like that I still do that with is let me alone. I just enjoy playing that song and I'll, yeah. I'm, but yeah, I feel like you, you were in your little infatuation mode with, yes. with El Camino and, and it was a good time to take it, take it out, play it. Yeah, take it out for a spin. <laughs> yeah, literally. That was awesome. And it was like the that day, um, I mean, shit, we literally talked about it for fucking two weeks. I can't believe it was only a month ago that that is when it happened because it feels like a lifetime ago. But mm-hmm. that, that, that day was just like... Uh, for us, you know, Mondays for me are very structured. I'm very like, come on, let's fucking get it. Like I'm Mr. Worker B over here. But like when it's on that Monday, it was a lot of just hanging out and like spending time together. Um, and so I, I don't know. I just, when I think back to that, I'm so glad that it was, that energy to me was captured. Well, we have like a lot of footage of that show, but also um, just like kind of in that moment where it's like, yeah, just time sort of didn't matter for for a couple minutes while Cameron played this song, and then I'm so glad that we captured it because it's a really it's a it's it's I view it as like a live record. That that's how I'm sort of envisioning this release. We've never put out anything live before, but it and you know it wasn't like you were on stage performing it, but it it really does feel like a live recording just from the energy of it and the sound and the the spont the spontaneity of it so it's really um i'm really excited about it so it's, it's the first thing and and it's also i wish you guys could see this i wanted to do this on video because i'm i'm wearing a new el camino shirt and i oh. wanted to i wanted to show it off uh but this is the first time we're ever going to do some some merch to match a release which is pretty sick. And all it is is the artwork that, that you hand drew, Cameron. So we'll uh, send, us a, send us a photo of you in the shirt. Oh, I will for sure. <laughs> That's so cool. I will for sure. I don't want one. <laughs> yeah. Is it, is, it, is it white or black? I'm wearing the white one, but I, I bought a black one too. Sick. So once you, guys are, um, once you guys are back in New York, we'll get some sent out to you. Sounds good. Yay. Okay, awesome. Well, um, is there anything else you guys want to share about the song or anything else you want to share while you're here? Because um, I, I think we've, we've, we've covered what I wanted to know. Yeah, I don't think there's anything for me. What, 
I'm just stoked that people will be able to hear it. Um, Hell yeah. In the, in this form. I'm sure we'll record another version of it, but here's this one. It's a really good idea, though. I mean, to have done the... I don't, I don't know exactly who came up with that idea, but to do the... The release of this little live version is a really cool. It's a really good, it's a great idea. That's all I can say about it. Awesome. Was, yeah, was it yours, Wes? I think it was just a Wally Opus decision, like, because like we just kept talking about the song, and Sam's like, "Dude, I've been listening to it in my car, like through Instagram." <laughs> and you know, it's just so. I mean, when we're all just talking about it over and over. And it kept, it kept getting stuck in my head when we watched the video. So I'm like, I don't know. And, and after after people had reacted to it on Instagram, asking Cameron even for like, hey, what are the tabs to this song? Which makes me think, holy shit, like there's like people actually want to learn it too. They don't just like to listen. They want to like play it for themselves. That to me felt like, well, if we're all having this reaction, we should we should just share it with the rest of the world and in, in its form or like in that raw form, you know, knowing that most likely, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll record like a, you know, studio version for, for the next record or whatever, but it just felt like a cool thing to put out. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what the tabs are for anybody listening. (laughs) Weird, uh, chord fingerings, but maybe, maybe I can help some, some people out maybe we can cut a little video of you uh maybe, maybe playing maybe it. Be a surprise. yeah we'll see <laughs> <laughs>